0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Been a few weeks. Yeah. And uh, Brent, Brent has total control over the director's showdown Twitter, so I don't I don't know when these things get released. <laughs> this a, one, yeah. so
0: this, you guys, we are recording this on Sunday, the day before you will hear it. Mm. So this bad boy is dropping hot. Mm-hmm. So we're going to capitalize on mm. the release of the movie that we're talking mm. today. And it's going to kickstart uh, season seven, which yeah. uh, we've started to record. We got some episodes done. And in case this
1: is your first time listening, yeah, this is Director Showdown, and my name is Adam, and that's Brent on the uh, the other voice that doesn't sound like this is <laughs> me. And uh, we put two directors up and face them off, and just uh, you know look at selected selective filmography and talk. In each episode, is usually one movie, mm-hmm. um, and. This episode is a bit bit special, a bit special, a bit special, because this is not the new season. No, yeah. This is a uh, kind of a bonus remnant of a prior season where we did
0: Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, it's a a bit of a... a I don't know, a director throwback, you know, oh, yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty good. I kind of like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it makes throwback. it sound like we're talking about an old movie when mm-hmm. generally from here on out, a director throwback episode will be, uh, us covering a new movie. So mm-hmm. we talked, uh, I think it was season four. We talked PTA and Tarantino mm-hmm. and, uh, new Tarantino movie came out and so we want to we want to go back uh Uh, you know unless a director is dead I mean they're still making movies and we can still cover their new shit so Mm -hmm. we uh we did that with Rifen a few Mm -hmm. weeks back we did a two-parter on uh Too Old to Die Young and uh yeah and we we really wanted to talk about this movie since it's been hyped up for so long
1: so long we've been tracking it for yeah uh, years Maybe, maybe a little less than me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I was follow I was watching like set footage on yeah. like YouTube. Like people when they were filming the, uh, I don't know if it's the Sunset Strip, it's somewhere in LA, like the main street in LA uh, with all the movie theaters, like the Cinerama and all that shit. Mm. Uh, they were just filming that, like in like they they blocked off one side of the street, dressed it all up in like late '60s kind of uh, setting. Uh, um, and uh, like design and everything, and the other side was just people like watching Tarantino and like DiCaprio and Pitt film shit. And so people would take cameras and they would just film, and it was kind of kind of cool to see that play out.
1: Man, can you believe that? Like,
0: yeah, that That'd they be so got, wild to see. got
1: Hollywood to shut down just for a movie about Hollywood. Yeah, man, absolutely. The most Hollywood thing
0: in Hollywood existence, and and for a original. Completely original movie nonetheless mm. not not like a franchise thing, yeah, uh, like just a totally fresh original thing yeah mm-hmm. um and uh and so, yeah, so you and I saw this yesterday, we saw the mm-hmm. thirty five millimeter Special. print I like yeah. saying that that sense yeah. we saw the print uh mm-hmm. at the draft house, and uh it was awesome, and then you you actually were able to catch it a second time today, and i'm, I'm yes i did. Hell, yeah. uh
1: it was it was a digital one though at at a paladium and it's always interesting to go from the from santicos to almo draft house not just because of the the showings themselves but just the people that show up it's uh oh yeah always so fascinating because uh almo draft house seems to you know it caters to the um more movie bent uh populace as yeah while Santiago's is more the general audience, you know, at large, yeah, and uh, I, I I couldn't help but notice, but how like people would would laugh at um, at different things, right? Yeah, like it, it seems like some things wouldn't wouldn't pick up to people in Palladium as they would at Elmwood uh, Draft Houses. It's it's, it's always fascinating. To
0: yeah, see. it it is yeah. really interesting to see. It's like it. it and uh, I was actually talking about this with Amy last night, but it's like we were talking about bad movie going experiences. And obviously one floats above the rest. Uh, and, uh, I, I was telling her like, I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to see another horror movie outside of the draft house because it's like a movie like, uh, like I think we've talked about it on here before. (laughs) It was a nightmare seeing that movie at palladium.
1: I will say though, the fun part about the more general audience in this movie in particular was, like, there was just some, like... I'm pretty sure it was some drunk 50-year-old lady up front. Because, like, when uh, Brad Pitt took his uh, shirt off, she's like, you could hear her say, oh, my God.
0: (laughs) And then everyone just started cracking up. That's (laughs) fucking... That shit (laughs) I love. That shit about going to, like, just a kind of normal, like, theater. Like, you you do get, like, such a good, like, just Mm -hmm. average cross-section of, like, America in a theater like that. Whereas, (laughs) like, yeah, Draft House is going to be a little bit more, like, kind of, like film buff Mm. inclined people Mm. for the most, for the most part.
1: The, the main difference that I saw, um, in terms of the movie, not, not the, the movie goers was that, um, you, do you remember it? Okay, so I guess from now on, spoilers. So oh, that's good to know. point out. Yeah, so we're, so we're this just movie gonna spoil just came it. out. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I don't want to try to like, uh, yeah. yeah, like pussyfoot around spoiler stuff, and right, stuff right. like that. Yeah, we can so, just get into it.
1: So um, the 35 millimeter showing, yeah, had those cool trailers at the beginning.
0: I like, figured that probably wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah,
1: um, that that wasn't in the digital showing. The. Um, you know like i guess those were real movies right
0: yeah there was a uh, i just remember the second one because i came in a little late on because i went to the bathroom at the beginning like champion of death they showed a trailer for that it's like a kung fu movie and that that was a western before that a western yeah that seemed to me more like i feel like tarantino picked those Mm -hmm. like i feel like he specifically was like if we're sending out a print for you know certain theaters that are going to play it like Play play these in front of it just to kind of like set the scene, set the stage for. Yeah, the
1: movie. A, um, I always forget the the overture or whatever. it yeah, is. Yeah, a little kinda, like overture,
0: like a little mood uh, setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that doesn't really particularly apply to the the story itself.
0: But. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so, what, once upon a time in Hollywood is a uh, a movie that kind of. Uh, uh, gets rid of Tarantino's old formula. Well, not old. His newer formula throws that out of the window for yeah. a more traditional Tarantino, um, a formula. I yeah. guess like Jackie Brown that you told me was. Yeah, you know, I I haven't seen yeah. that movie in a long time, but I could yeah. see that this could be on the same kind of uh, level of storytelling.
0: Yeah, I I, I want to come. I, yeah, I want to come out early with this because mm. I'm still really working through. I want to say like I liked it a lot. I mm. really liked it, but the thing is like trying to trying to figure out how like like a definite feeling about it this early is like asking me how I felt the, after the first time watching a movie like Dazed even and Pol- Confused, Pulp
1: Fiction, even. or even yeah, yeah, even like
0: that. But I, I think yeah. I I really honestly feel like this is Tarantino making his Dazed and Confused or like Boogie Nights. Mm. Like it really feels like him doing like a love letter to an era and like film yeah. in, in a specific way that like, and obviously those are two movies that mm. I've, I've that really grew uh, like on me over time and that I really love now, yeah, yeah. but we're, we're like so early on it that I'm still like mm. coming to terms with like, man, that was a lot different than what I expected. And that's,
1: that's part of the, that's part of yeah. what I think we're going to have to get into. And in this podcast is also just the, workshop net live uh dissection yeah. of this film because i i watched it twice so i got a little bit more context about yeah, it yeah and uh, i almost think this is my third tarantino favorite movie
0: Ooh man yeah. see, it's like it's so hard for me to even
1: put it on that
0: i i, I don't know yet the thing is it's near it's near yeah it's like upper tier it, for me i'm just I, not I, it I, hasn't settled i yet, feel you
1: know? like you know you know, you can mark my words right now and probably just draw up a legal paper and, you know, I'll, I'll even do a, <laughs> okay, yeah. a, a Vegas bet on it that you'll probably end up loving it and putting the For top. For sure. Yeah, I think I, I
0: think I will. It's yeah. a movie about movies. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. And we've talked before about how how much I I love movies about movies, about, mm. like, the industry, about doing the the work. Like, this movie, like, mm. really gets into all that shit. And I... I fucking love how nerdy it is with all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And that, that's something that I'm like, I'm like, uh, still so thrown off by also is how, like, to me, this truly doesn't really feel like a Tarantino movie. And that Mm -hmm. I'm not even saying that as a bad thing. I'm just saying that as a thing where like it, it threw off my expectations that much where I was like, this is so naturalistic. And obviously a lot of this is until the end, but like, Mm It's so naturalistic and so like human and like warm and like kind of uh, because yeah. Tar-
1: T- Tarantino. This is a Tarantino movie in the sense of like he can finally communicate the thing that he only really loves is film yeah. because uh, the other things, the other movies like Hateful Eight and Glorious Bastards and stuff like that, they're all movies expressing how um, you know he hates certain parts of humanity. You know, yeah, but he still loves the filmmaking process For sure. itself. Yeah, but this yeah. is like almost another layer added to on to it, where it's like he's expressing his his only love, which is film.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's so it's so low key, man. Mm. Like I I was surprised at how just kind of like meandering it was, mm. and just like low key and not not explosive, not not showy in a way that he he usually is in, in most of his movies. Um, and that, that I don't want that to sound negative either. Like mm. he's a, he's a showy guy. Like he has dialogue that is very like heightened. Mm. And, and this is a movie that does, that has some of that, but it really like is him dialing down a lot of his usual, um, kind of, uh, you know, signature move, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should just like, let's just, let's just go through, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The movie. So
0: it takes three days. Like Uh the movie's broken down into three days, basically Mm. two right next to each other. And then it jumps six Six months. months, Yeah. Um, so yeah, it opens with, uh, the intro to cliff and Rick, Mm. uh, played fucking beautifully by, uh, Man, both well, of a, them are so good. This is an
1: important um, yeah. This is an important shot actually. Uh, yeah. because it starts with, you know, you're you're in the car with them. Yeah. And you see, the, love that and then you see the Rick Dalton um, Rick Dalton is obviously uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. but there's like an artistic work, a poster of one of his movies. Mm. And there's and what was interesting is that T- Tarantino really spends a lot of time like on that poster cuz he's yeah. he's zooming out on it and I was like thinking like what what's so fucking special about this poster because there's throughout the whole movie like he'll always pay attention to that poster when they're at Dalton's house and whatever yeah um especially when the, you know when the cops show up at the end and For uh, sure. you know they have flashlights and I thought about it I looked at it and this could be uh bullshit but Okay, I, See, I, this I, is that two yeah. viewing
0: like two context. Viewing, yeah. That, yeah, yeah,
1: I, I think that because if you look at the poster, it doesn't quite look like Leonardo DiCaprio perfectly. It does in yeah, somewhat, yeah. but if you combine Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, it kind of looks like a oh, hybrid of of those two. Interesting. Okay. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it, it's 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 really. Uh, it's really good that he kind of ends and begins with that poster because it's showing like the kind of synthesis between stuntman and the actor and that, you know, they need each other and that they're both, they're both uh, very important to, you know, the filmmaking process. And plus it goes with the thesis of the film of just, you know, it, these people, no matter what the film is, whether it's bad or, or good or in between or anything, yeah, they're all they're all just dedicated to the art itself, and that's yeah. what's so beautiful about the film. Yeah, it's like especially like with Sharon Tate's part. You know, sure. she, I like I told you the the uh, I saw the Wrecking Crew prior to um, the movie. Yeah, which uh, Sharon Tate's uh, one of her last films, and she watched it herself in the movie, and you know, the wrecking crew is fucking terrible. And it bad, <laughs> yeah. bad movie. But yeah. you could see Sharon Tate really enjoying like everyone enjoying her part, Yeah, you know? And it was, it was just with this like kind of sincerity of saying, you know, it's not really mad. It doesn't really matter how the film really is. It was just like, it made us, she had a lot of fun doing the film itself and was proud yeah. of the work that she put into it.
0: Yeah, you know? man, the more I think about like Sharon Tate or like Margot Robbie in this movie, uh, it's she she isn't in a lot of it and obviously people have like talked about how she doesn't maybe not have enough lines or whatever i think that's bullshit but like she yeah. She's, like, the soul of this movie, you know? Yeah. It's, like, I saw... Like I get to save sort of save thing, the, yeah. Yeah, like, I meant to save the tweet that I saw, but it, it was something along the lines of, like, she's, like, a beautiful ghost, like, haunting the entire movie. Because mm-hmm. like, we all
1: uh, know what ends up happening to Yeah, her. exactly.
0: Yeah. Like, you you have... And, and obviously that, that leads into the metaphor of, like this is the final like dying breath of the 60s mm. like as all of this is happening um and following all that as well but yeah and she she's like such a great physical presence like the the way that she plays her like uh very um not naive, but like innocent and like her pure, like excitement yeah. over like what's happening in her life. yeah. And, and that's something interesting. Cause like we both listened to that. You must remember this podcast too. That's something that like everybody said about her too, that she was just like so endearing and happy and like Is excited
1: person. Yeah. yeah.
0: Excited to be like, uh, becoming successful and like, you know, mm. it's, it's, uh, it's so it's so bittersweet because like who knows what she would have gone yeah. on to do you know
1: yeah since we have that since we're there um mm-hmm. you know th- there's a there's a there's a good um sort of uh payoff like set up and payoff at the uh, beginning and end because the beginning you have um, Al Pacino who's like a producer or something yeah He yeah. talks to uh, Rick Dalton and he talk they, and they talk about like the kind of the physics of um. You know, being a hero and the heavy. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's kind of like isn't that a wrestling term too heavy? Like the. I, I think
0: yeah. maybe that's where it originated because yeah, the heavy is like the the, the main bad, bad guy, the even, bad guy, yeah.
1: pretty much that makes oh, a I hero look that. good. Yeah, dude, yeah. I forgot about that. that seems and so, great. so you know, Al Pacino's just talking about like, you know, you're you're slowly being used into heavy, and then people are just going to remember you as the heavy, yeah, as the yeah. bad guy, blah blah. blah. You know, it kind of like um, you're, if you're itself. constantly
0: getting beat up by the hero of our show, right. then people are going to like have a subconscious mm-hmm. understanding of like who you are. In a so
1: movie. the yeah. payoff is so amazing at the end because what uh, Tarantino yeah. attempts to do is that he wants to make people not remember Sharon Tate for the the death of for her death. Like it's it's more about like how. Uh, how he did portray her in this movie as this charming and enthusiastic young actress who had her whole career ahead of her. Yeah. And that's why instead of having like the horrific death scene that actually happened, he did the, you know, the, um, what is it? The alt history that Tarantino likes to do and it makes her just survive and just be happy and have like all the fuckers who needed to die. The, the, um, you know, Charlie mansion's, um, yeah. people yeah um like suffer uh very violent deaths <laughs> yeah. that were amazing yeah, yeah you know what i mean oh boy yeah yeah and that, that fucking scene that, that's me. what's that meta meta thing about just like how yeah. movies can really e- even even through the lies that uh film this film does it still like still gives gives you a truth about uh about humanity in it's terms of like Sharon Tate and how she ought to be remembered or I guess like going against like how uh, we always remember her for, and it's just for those yeah. murders. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because what's we so have cool a, about it, yeah. A,
0: like, yeah, we define certain people by the events that have happened to them. And obviously that happened with Sharon Tate. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it really does feel like a rewriting of that. Like, in in a lot of ways, yeah, the ending really is a lot like Inglorious Bastards, where mm. it was like, in, but instead of a like a gleeful, and I love the ending of Inglorious Bastards. Don't get me wrong. Again, I don't want this to sound like negative on that movie, mm. but it's like a flip side of the ending of Inglorious Bastards, where it's still violent. There's still a lot of violence, but it's like a like positive, like earnest. Mm ending where, like, she, as as opposed... She's, like, the opposite of Hitler in yeah. A Glorious Bastards. It's, like, she gets to she, survive She deserves
1: this. Su- she always deserved to survive, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. exactly. And, that, and then, like, I love how, like, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. like, like, comes up there at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like it, it go, feels like such a, like, a fairy tale almost.
1: He, he goes end. back to just, like, you know, Tarantino's, like, analysis of just violence itself. Like, mm-hmm. he he... Because he doesn't think that violence inherently is a bad thing. Yeah. It's just, what is the, the end intent of, of the violence, just like with the uh, Inglorious bastards and, uh, yeah. you know, kill bill and all that. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, and then there's a lot of, cause uh, that's what's so interesting about this film is that you have like the, the hippie movement, um, mm-hmm. be the, the, uh, the villains in, in, uh, this, yeah. this movie, you know, yeah, yeah, and, uh, how hip, you know, like he, remember the scene where um Brad Pitt is at the a uh, spawn ranch
0: yeah <laughs>
1: and he's just a flower he's just a flower guy like yeah. the guy who like pierced a you know a knife through the tires of Rick Dalton's car yeah that's right as he's getting punched in the face yeah
0: you know, so um but uh yeah and then so but yeah it, it's just it's so it's like I I know that this movie is gonna grow on me even more and more because it's just like I love I love movies that like and and Amy yeah Amy and I Amy actually didn't really care for it like she didn't really like it very much and I was like we were talking it out a little bit and like um she was like I I don't like not, not like nothing really happened I didn't know really what was happening and the more I thought about that I was like. That's that's where I made the dazed and confused and like boogie nights mm. connection because I was like those movies don't really have plots mm. but there are characters that have arcs within it and the plot is kind of just like the passage of time. Well, yeah, it,
1: it's it's a it's more of a character study than anything. Like, yeah, yeah, it's in fact I like these movies more than just a straight plot structure because they're stronger movies, honestly. With. Uh, yeah, strong, stronger characters with um, just events happening to them than reacting to events is more interesting than like uh, you know just just yeah a type like a plot. very plotty yeah. kind
0: of uh, yeah and that that mm. stuff can be good but I I mean yeah I mean some of my favorite movies are the ones that are very kind of like meandering and we just follow mm. some characters through. Because, an era, yeah. you know, and that's
1: the point of the film is that ode to these people, like, an ode to yeah. stuntmen and uh, actors in general, you yeah. know? Like, Brad Pitt is actually one of the best characters in this film because he's, like, he's portrayed as if he's, a, like, a superhuman or, yeah. like, a, like, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. um... <laughs> he, like, he, he maybe he, killed his yeah. wife. That yeah. fucking scene, man, was yeah. so good. On the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I cut you off. What were you saying? Yeah. Like he,
1: he embodies kind of like this. Um, he's the real deal. Like he's not like the actor or anything. Like he's not like that person you see on screen. He's, he's, he's not, he's actually the cowboy that you see because it's so interesting because he drops off Rick Dalton at his mansion or whatever. Yeah. And then he drives in a shitty car Doing all these cool ass like he's like Steve McQueen like driving really fast and cool and just like skip and you know driving through traffic really awesome you just yeah you know and then he gets then he drives to a a a (laughs) drive-in and he lives near a drive-in so it's like
0: yeah it's sort
1: of like he he is the movie sort of thing yeah yeah and like he lives in a literal trailer. And that's like what actors go to when they're in movies, like yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. Like, I didn't make a direct connection. Yeah, yeah, Rick Dalton, you know he he's like see you in my trailer, and he's like doing all his makeup and stuff. No, fucking Cliff Booth literally lives in a trailer, lives so in he, a trailer, he yeah. is the movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's
0: cool. I love. Yeah, yeah. I love that take. And uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I just like uh, I meant to say this earlier too. I love how much that this, like how much this movie is just kind of just like a friend movie. It's just mm. like these two guys are like good buds and like, it just fo- it follows them through like their, you know, their like day to day process and all that stuff. Um, it's just so fun to watch and they're just like having a blast doing mm. it. And yeah. And then the dynamic between them where like Leo is this very kind of like, uh, Man, I fucking. So, this might be yeah. one of my favorite Leo performances, man. Yeah, he's, he's so he's fucking so fantastic. Because um, just, yeah. You know, to break it down, it's kind of like
1: Tarantino wants to raise up the people who you don't see in movies, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah. The stuntmen. And then he wants to, like, bring down, not in a bad way the actual actors make them more human. Yeah, and that's for it. sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So superhuman, the stuntman, cause they don't get that's appreciated. A good,
0: that's a good, and like and then yeah.
1: you bring down like the actors who are always like this heroic thing with no flaws <laughs> to yeah. humanize them, to know that they are, they also have feelings and doubts. of Yeah. Dude, like
0: Leo yeah. is so like neurotic in this movie. And yeah. it's like, for, like what, from the second that he walks out of the meeting with fucking, uh, uh, Al Pacino, yeah, Al Pacino, and then he mm-hmm. just like starts crying, and it's yeah. just like, fuck, man, yeah, this guy, like he, his, his character is like the the mm. embodiment of the the late sixties. Mm. It's like he oh, is the in guy that shot
1: too. I noticed, uh, yeah, the billboard behind them said the oldest in Hollywood. Oh really? Was, oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! Into. Of course. And then after that, they they drive. This is maybe nitpicking a little, but. They drive against the arrow that's pointing on the street, so they're going against like the flow of like what Hollywood is going towards. No, that you know honestly, I mean?
0: because that's the yeah. opening of Jackie Brown too. Oh yeah, like not a single person is going in Jackie the Brown's direction at the yeah. beginning, and that's like kind of like doubling down on like, oh, this is who her character is, like going against the flow of traffic. Mm. So that probably is intentional, honestly. Yeah, because
1: yeah. I mean, he comes, uh, you know, Rick Dalton's from the fifties cowboy era. Yeah, yeah, and all these hippies are coming in and kind of changing the landscape of uh Hollywood.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like he's he's trying to hold on to something that uh is 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 just old news. And what was cool yeah about it was that although although there was the the massacre of all the of those hippies, yeah it it also was uh really sweet when he did the the scene with uh the the kid, you know, like stating yeah. like how you can still have the synthesis of being um, a mentor to the next generation and still like share in your talents and because like that's what, was also cool about that I love that little girl because yeah yeah she uh, she took her role so seriously yeah and that's what's also like the other concept I was going up before is that like she you'll you'll see her for like maybe a few minutes in the show, in Lancer, the show that they're filming.
0: Yeah, But yeah. she
1: took it like, this is a fucking huge-ass deal, Yeah, exactly. and I'm going to get completely into this goddamn role. Yeah. And that's what's, like, so cool, because you just... You, you you would think that girl just didn't even give a shit about, like, what she's doing. Yeah, like, you right. know. yeah. But Tarantino frames it to where it's like, here, look, actors care about, like, what yeah. they're doing, you know?
0: It's just like, yeah, it's just like, every... every this yeah, this movie is a huge love letter to like the craft of making movies, and even in the sense of like, like everybody cares so much about what they're making, and it's like the most important thing in the world. And it was so, like you leaned over to me during that scene, and you were like, "He's never had a kid in any of his movies, right?" And I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, I don't think he has." And it's it was so it was so odd, and mm. it was like so. It almost it's, it almost gave me like a type of whiplash where I was like, man, this is so this is not anything I ever thought I would see in a Tarantino movie, mm. and that's super cool. And I know I'm going to think that's even cooler as I come to watch this movie mm. more and more, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, then there's the so there's the Manson stuff that's kind of happening at the same time mm. as Rick and Cliff are you know going to their day to day business, mm. um, and then I think in the f- the first day is when he sets up that he's filming a pilot the next day, right? And uh, that's the that's the one where he plays the villain.
1: Uh yeah. Uh, and then Cliff um doesn't get the um doesn't get the uh yeah. role of the stuntman for him because Randy the stuntman doesn't doesn't want him.
0: Or yeah, and then yeah. you have this uh <laughs> this real okay, so okay, you mm. have Brad Pitt taking his shirt off. Mm. The guy looks ridiculous for a 55-year-old man. He
1: looks he looks like he it's looks insane. real
0: good. Like you could you he could feel <laughs> Like you could feel in the
1: theater, the, the humidity like yeah rose to a hundred percent. Yeah, the oxygen the left
0: the room. <laughs> yeah. Everybody like went. I, I did for sure. Yeah. I was just like, wow, this guy. This guy. Yeah, they we're we're no stranger uh, to and talking about how like, hot that, that is here.
1: Before that, he was like jumping around like on top of like uh, yeah, he's doing some
0: like parkour. Yeah, and he's, yeah, it's like he's he's, he's like the coolest yeah. guy in the world, yeah.
1: and it's like he's just fixing it. Yeah. He makes fixing a TV antenna cool as fuck. So,
0: okay. How do you do that? <laughs> you know how on *Inglorious Bastards, I talked yeah. about how his accent bugged me? Yeah. In this movie, there was like a split second where I was like, oh, he's doing the accent again. But I forgot, like, immediately, because his fucking characters... And it's the same thing with *Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Like, *Inglorious Bastards, he's a fucking cool character. But I think in this movie, even more so, he kind of just, like... He's cooler. He's cooler in this one for sure. Yeah, he's cool there's, as shit. In this no movie. doubt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he like gets on on top of uh, Rick's house to like fix his antenna, and, and he makes uh, that look sexy. How do you do that? Oh god! How do you he, make? Yeah, te- <laughs> man, looking like a snack, snack pit. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then he has this like pro this really long fantasy, uh, yeah. fantasy sequence that while it was happening, I was like, this is happening. This is kind of crazy like they're actually gonna have brad pitt beat up uh, bruce lee mm. and then there's like a hard cut back to him on the roof and it's mm. just this long fantasy
1: yeah where he so, uh yeah what um how do you take that scene the the fantasy scene uh
0: i i take it as i guess maybe i haven't fully broken it down but it, it, do you mean like in terms of the depiction of bruce lee no. Or just more as like his, like what
1: what the purpose of it
0: it was, yeah. I I think it was to, I don't know you because want, ultimately to, what yeah. it's, it's point by the end his like kind of like I mean, final line is like yeah it wouldn't have worked out I, well if I went. Yeah. I I um
1: I'm not really familiar with Bruce Lee like I don't really know I know he was insanely talented yeah and extremely fit um. I don't know if uh, he, he really. Um, because I, I want, this is how I took the scene. Yeah. Was that. Because Brad Pitt is a stuntman, and Bruce Lee is like the guy who, who's the main actor. Yeah. You know, yeah. and in his movies, like he does everything, right? Yeah. And it's like, it kind of like a commentary, and like, again, like the stuntman is a real deal. Like, yeah. That's why he beats up Bruce Lee. Because well, and it's Zoe like, Bell's
0: in that scene. Yeah, yeah
1: and it's yeah. all yeah Zoe Bell the Stone the, the Stone stunt Yeah, stuntwoman.
0: in like every Tarantino movie. yeah.
1: Exactly, and she shows up like you know. Yeah. To me, it's like it was more like yeah Bruce Lee's great, but here's who who's greater these stunt people. Yeah, and it's you know, yeah, and I mean? it's
0: it's important to keep in mind that like this is Cliff Booth's uh, imagination. Yeah. Of what would happen if he ended up going on uh on set to you know be the stuntman for the yeah. day because and it's him yeah. like kind of fantasizing about like and even before yeah, probably, that yeah. it
1: showed that uh it showed rick dalton defending him and why you know speaking for him and everything yeah, which is cute it's a cute little like
0: friend like uh like imagination yeah. and that's
1: person. really what all the stunt people
0: want they just they just want a chance yeah, you know, yeah, they want to be and chance- want yeah, to be recognized for what they did.
1: You know what they yeah, did.
0: Like, like ultimately, yeah. it's kind of like Tarantino showing us that Brad Pitt is like Bruce Lee. But he's not that big of a deal. I'm probably I'm probably a little better than him. Like, yeah. like I think that's kind of like how how I read it. And then it's just it's such a funny cut when it like cuts back to the roof, and you're like, oh, all that was all yeah. that was like his imagination of like mm. what would happen. Um, and uh dude, that, the guy who plays Bruce Lee was fucking great. That yeah, guy was, was yeah. like he looked like him. He had like the fucking oh, oh like all that and shit it, down. And his
1: moves were like fucking on point too. Yeah, for
0: sure. For Bruce um,
1: Lee. And then he got his asking.
0: Yeah, it got thrown into a fucking <laughs> car. car. Yeah. God, that was that was fucking <laughs> oh, badass. Dude. Um Brad Pitt doing all those like sick moves, like yeah. blocking,
1: countering and shit. Well
0: and it's yeah. like uh yeah, and then it, in his fantasy, he laughs at the idea that Bruce Lee could beat up uh, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, and all that Cassius stuff. Clay, yeah, yeah. There's so many layers to it, yeah, uh, Donkey. Yeah. Like to to, to <laughs> the kind of fantasy element there. Uh-huh. Um, and that's when
1: Char- Charles Charles Mansion shows up. When, yeah. And that's the only time we ever see him. That's the only time we see and him. Yeah, yeah, fuck Charlie Manson, dude. Yeah, man. Fuck that
0: You're, guy. You, you made a good point <laughs> at, the, uh, at the end you, yeah. by just saying that there's so little of him. Hmm. And I think that is really cool that it's like cuz he doesn't deserve his
1: philosophy to be spouted, you know, like on what he thought about. Yeah, those,
0: like that 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 you know? character doesn't deserve the final evil monologue. Yeah. And it's it's stuff like that that I'm just even, so surprised yeah. Tarantino even with like kept Roman out. Polanski,
1: Roman Polanski. Yeah. Cuz like when they they don't really show Roman Polanski's face that much, yeah. They're just... And then Steve McQueen, they have, like, a fucking center frame of Steve McQueen looking cool as fuck. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette, t- saying that he's a Polish, like, a Polish bastard or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, really, like, taking Roman Polanski
0: down. Well, yeah, I think two of the only times they yeah. reference him, they, like, say... I. The second time, and I my memory of this is not the best, but it's like somebody says, like... uh yeah, that she she eventually might have to call the FBI on uh, Polanski, like so something like that, like something to the you effect know, of like that's
1: what's yeah. you know it's also really funny uh-huh. because that reminds me because the scene where uh, Cliff Booth finally picks up the hippie chick, he yeah, asks yeah. her what her fucking age was, like a normal human being, like, yeah, yeah, like a reasonable human being would yeah because roe Plansky sure doesn't ask for id <laughs>
0: oh, i thought that was a subtle like fucking yeah it's like a subtle nudge. thing yeah, yeah to sure.
1: to the whole me too and everything like because because like he's like i need to see some id i need to see some ID. like he yeah, just yeah. he's like i'm not going to jail for poo tang
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that yeah. scene was great man
1: and then um, the other scene was just Rowan Plansky throwing a, a ball for his dog after he had after the Playboy Mansion uh, scene, oh yeah, he's like yeah. having tea because I something. think that was yeah. the the point of conception because it showed Sharon Tate, you know, she had, yeah. um, you know, close up her feet and stuff. So
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, that's kind of the first day. the the, mm. the whole first day is like this very like this movie is such a like fucking like hangout like low key fucking mm. chill time. Obviously, until the the climax at the end, but like. Um, and then the second day is a lot of like uh we already talked about the scene with the little girl, but it's like uh Rick Dalton like on set. Mm. Uh Ooh. working through Yeah, working yeah. on Lancer. And uh, the way yeah. that Tarantino shoots Ugh. the uh the filming of that show is so it's fucking it's like this amazing like meta It's so fucking shit, good. dude. It's, it's so, so fucking, fucking uh, and it's like if you think about the it's fucking be, layers yeah. of acting that they have that like uh uh dicaprio and cool. uh oliphant's in most of those scenes i think too What well, is that his name yeah timothy oliphant from like uh mm-hmm. he's the, Justified. He was, the he was
1: the um gunslinger uh he's like Hispanic the hero guy. of the
0: of the pilot yeah yeah he he
1: the had shirt. the red shirt on and stuff yeah yeah mm-hmm. dude he was so cool in yeah. in, in that scene and one because uh that whole because they don't even start with the cameras like you don't know what they're on set like you don't know that they're filmmaking it's yeah. like you're watching the movie itself uh-huh and it's so cool he does, he does his backwards like um you know he, with walton Go- goggins walter uh-huh. goggins and uh my fi- one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie is when they're like you're you as an audience is fully engaged in what they're talking about because it's the the shooting and the acting is done so well uh-huh and you have like this pan around, um, what, Alfonso, is that his name? Oh, uh, Alfonso. Or whatever his name is, the, the, uh, the yeah. gunslinger. Oh, okay. That, yeah, 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 yeah. um, Rick Dalton is talking to at the bar. Yeah. And it pans around him and, uh, it goes to Rick Dalton close up on him and he's like line and it breaks everything that, yeah. And the he, camera rolls yeah. back. Yeah. And it's like, it this resets. Break of, uh, yeah. 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 Cause let's start the uh, scene over and it's like, Oh, it's so fucking cool. I love that reset. Cause yeah. And even uh, that actor, he like when he, when the, when the director says action, he has like a sort of like pause to kind of start where he's going. Yeah. And he gets into character and I appreciate that like subtlety because yeah, yeah. I mean, you and I act like not professionally, but yeah, you know, you, yeah. you, f- you know, that little pause that you do right after yeah. the <laughs> yeah. action. And it's I just, so cool. Yeah. It's a,
0: it's, it's something like that, that to me, uh, there, mm. I'm sure movies shows like, somebody's probably done something like this. Mm -hmm. But for me, I was like, man, I've never seen anybody do this Mm -hmm. in a movie or show, like portray it like this. And it was, it was fucking cool to see. And, uh, yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, Rick is like, uh, forgetting his lines. Mm. You have that like fucking Oscar reel clip where he goes into his trailer and he's like, like you couldn't have just had three fucking whiskey (laughs) sours. Like you had to have eight. Like he's like, it's it's a reminder yeah. that like Leo can be so fucking funny when he's not trying to be like the the the, the Oscar, revenant when he's yeah. not trying to like win his Academy Award like he's such a good fucking actor uh like comedically he's so funny in like Wolf of Wall Street and stuff too mm-hmm. and uh, and he just kills that he scene commits, and it's like
1: huh? he commits
0: yeah man he's absolutely like commits hard and uh, it's like yeah man this guy like has a problem and he talks about like if you fucking take a drink again i'm going to blow your head off as he's looking in yeah. the mirror and then he That's takes a swig
1: and <laughs> the mirror himself in the mirror is looking at, at the audience yeah it's at the audience pretty cool. yeah. yeah
0: it's it's yeah. dope man yeah the the uh the fr- the what do you call it the blocking in a lot of these scenes is so interesting mm-hmm. and yeah he takes a swig and then he like spits it out and he's like pissed <laughs> at himself and uh yeah no it's d- does him kind of like um uh his like final scene with the girl that's like after he meets the girl right so she kind of like inspires him mm-hmm. right i think that's after it yeah
1: if you really want to know what this movie's all about all you have to do is pay attention to the to the scene where with the little girl and he's talking about the book that he's reading that's really what the whole movie is about. When he says,
0: yeah, yeah. you know, he's a definitely bronco."
1: Yeah. You know, he's he's reading a western book about this has been, um, yeah, bronco buster. And then as he, he starts he
0: breaking his. down, and yeah. it's so good. and then I I noticed yeah. too. I was like, if you take a fucking stopwatch to this, because mm. he says oh, I'm I'm about halfway through. That's about halfway through the movie too, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: like it's fucking cool. And he's about halfway through his own career. Maybe. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, or at, at least he hopes. He feels like he's at the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he like breaks down with with that little girl, and it's just like mm. really sweet moment. Uh, and then the the, the scene that uh, Rick Dalton slash Leo DiCaprio as Rick Dalton like kills with uh, as he's like holding the little girl hostage. Mm. Um, it's just like this really magical moment because like you've seen him get frustrated and kind of flustered and fail. Mm. And then that scene, he's like fucking on it. Mm-hmm. And like you're excited for him when mm-hmm. uh, when he kills that scene and he he like, throws the girl on the ground. And then, like, and uh, and just
1: to put this all into context, this is just some 30 minute show on NBC, like that. No one, like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, maybe like a few I don't know, maybe like a million or less than a million people would watch,
0: yeah, yeah, and they probably forget it. It might not even come to
1: air, yeah, it might, yeah. I mean, no one he would give a shit about, but he
0: to him, it's everything
1: at that moment.
0: And it's, it's, uh, how do I word this? It's like the like Tarantino's philosophy Mm. about how much he loves movies and how important movies are is like baked into all this shit. It's like, it's like all of this is so important to Rick Dalton and to the girl. And it's like, you feel the triumph after he like, uh, after the director yells cut and he comes over and like praises him and the girl is like that's yeah. the best thing I've ever seen and that trailer line yeah. that plays as comedy in the trailer it's when you see it in the movie really... it's like wow dude that's so like powerful yeah. actually and it's still kind of funny but it's like there's a lot going on there where it's like mm. funny but it's also like fuck man yeah I feel for this guy like he just mm. fucking nailed it and this girl made him feel like special again. See, mm. it's it's stuff like this that I can't believe was in a Tarantino movie. Yeah, you know what I mean because it's like so sincere and earnest and like pure. But it's like it, if there was any Tarantino movie that would have that, it'd be about Hollywood. About Hollywood. Yeah, and exactly. it'd be about movies and and all that stuff.
1: Because yeah. c- c- uh, Tarantino is uh, probably the one of the most sincerest people in yeah. uh, in Hollywood. He would never fake anything that he does. So. You would only get these sincere, genuine moments in in those heartfelt moments in relative to what he is heartfelt yeah. and sincere about, which is film. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because why would why would he lie why would he just input like some romantic interest in Inglorious Bastards? What service what you know, like what purpose would that make to make it like yeah, yeah, heartfelt true. and sincere, you know? Like yeah. he's just totally just totally honest to who he is in every film that,
0: that he does. Yeah, yeah, man, for sure. I, mm-hmm. I remember you saying that at the end of our PTA Tarantino season, mm-hmm. and us kind of having different takes on that. But I've come around because it's like so many of his movies have a anger to them, mm-hmm. and like I, I maybe misread that as as a cyn- like a cynical thing, like a cynical mm-hmm. side. But I think you're right. Like I think he. Uh, is like a very earnest, kind of sincere filmmaker, mm-hmm. um, and but it just really shines in this movie where he yeah. wants to like honor mm-hmm. all of the shit that he loves mm-hmm. and like the era that he grew up in,
1: especially like like the the cool part when they're watching FBI. You know, ah, I lo- I love that scene, right? Man. Yeah, it's so where good. it doesn't actually like go into the the film itself, like you're watching it on the TV yeah. and you hear them commenting about it. Like they don't, they don't care about like what the story is. They're yeah. like, Hey, like Cliff says, Hey, that was a sweet jump. You know, like when he, yeah, you nailed over. that. Yeah. yeah you yeah. nailed that jump. Like they're like, really that guy was dark. an asshole like, and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, I was like, ah, yeah. oh,
0: this is so fucking cool. This mm. is like cool. Cause that's how we feel. Shit. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's
1: how we feel when we watch our movies. We're yeah. like, Oh, that was like, remember <laughs> when you did that? That was cool. Yeah. You know, because you don't really care about like, What I mean you do, but like when you watch it yourself, you're like, Oh, that was like a cool thing that we did. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't really think about like just the the purest um audience thing, Mm -hmm. audience reception of it,
0: you know? Yeah, exactly. God, yeah, the more we talk about this, man, it's I'm like loving this movie. More and more (laughs) time that passes. It's like Uh, it's uh but yeah, it's it's not a it's not a movie that like um, that like a lot of his other ones, you walk out of the theater with, like, you Yo, kind of yeah, do because yeah. the end does get very visceral and extreme, mm. but like you don't walk out with an overall like, whoa, man, like that was not that a was, John Wick
1: feeling or not like a John
0: Wick feeling or yeah. even like a Inglorious Bastards or mm. like maybe even a, uh, uh, Hateful Eight, Django, right. like a lot of the movies that he's made, you, most of pretty them, Yeah, you, you would know already right off the bat. It's yeah. it's a grower, not a shower, man. Hey, hey, like a penis. Yes. Like, yeah, using using little <laughs> dick metaphor for a <laughs> yeah, uh, Tarantino movie. Yeah. It's fitting, I guess. A yeah. um, lot of feet. Oh, that's a segment. Welcome back to... Where, where are the feet? Where are the feet at? All over the fucking place. Woo, boy. <laughs> Did okay. you, did you keep count this time? Oh, How many people? I, no, speak? I
1: did not. No, <laughs> I wish there was a foot counter at
0: the. Uh at the corner of the uh, screen. Oh there. yeah, yeah, it's like wish. a little like foot symbol with a little number on it yep. that like keeps bang, count. Bang, yeah, bang. how did they? How did they not have that going? I don't know. Tar- done
1: Tarantino, it. if you're listening, you should do this on your next movie on the I mean.
0: Blu-ray. Put it on the Blu-ray.
1: <laughs> um, it's yeah, like, man. It, like <laughs> it wasn't just w- w- women's uh, feet. No, also yeah,
0: plenty of men feet. It was uh, there. who who there was one main was it? It wasn't DiCaprio. It was Luke Perry's boots walking on the ground. That that's true too. Mm. Yeah, um, he definitely loves Margot's. Oh, she got good. Feet, oh, man. boy, She's got good feet. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, the a- scene. The scene. Oh man, there is no more pure distillation oh. of Tarantino. He, he just leans into it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> then the shot of Sharon Tate in the theater. Mm. Like her face glowing mm. with like the silver screen yeah. light, smiling and watching a movie, you- <laughs> and her feet right there in the front of the frame. I was like Tarantino, you mad, mad lad, son of a bitch.
1: Like I, I feel like that's his ultimate fetish, like just distilled, yeah, in, yeah. into a shot. You have a hot chick mm-hmm. with feet in the foreground, and yeah. just the the movie magic A movie blasting <laughs> yeah. behind you
0: it's like oh my god
1: it, yeah. it it i mean also when that when brad pitt picked up that hippie chick she just plasters her feet on the windshield <laughs> yeah just real just real right in there yeah. right
0: in front of your fucking face yeah like. mar- uh ma- oh, what's her name margaret is i think true? margaret Qualley. i think is her name she's from the leftovers Man, uh she's fucking great on the how, leftovers too she's young to be named margaret I think that's her name. I <laughs> like, think it is because like, I was going to say Margo, but she's definitely not. What Margo. kind of it Gen Z or Gen yeah. Z would be named Margaret? I I don't know. Maybe she has some uh, some weird old fashioned <laughs> parents or something. Um, but yeah, she she's great in this as kind of like mm-hmm. the main Manson girl, um, or at
1: least the Manson girl that that uh, Cliff. Uh, yeah, get drags Cliff into. You know?
0: Yeah, it drags him. So that that's kind of the Ooh. the B story. Yeah. Let, let's of, go into that. That yeah, that man. Arena. So the spawn ranch segment. Oh, yeah, real quick. Okay.
1: Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't know what the purpose of it was, uh-huh. but when the second time he sees her, like he's you know how he's driving by I and mean, he doesn't yeah. pick her up. Yeah, he put he puts in like a I think he has like a mint that he takes like Brad Pitt like takes a mint. And yeah, there's I a commercial that. of the Mint itself, like the audio from the radio is what? like... What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's just looking like he's like, like the a, guy. It was a subliminal was, thing on it him? It was a
0: whole commercial.
1: No, even with the girl, because she like, looks like she's reacting to like him having like the fresh breath or whatever. If you watch it again, it looks like a commercial. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, is that the scene when like he like points with his finger this way? And mm. she points with her finger the and other way, and she starts like crying, crying and you know, yeah, doing the whole yeah. thing. I uh, was like, because it's like,
1: oh, if you have spearmint gum or whatever it is, girls would want to, you know, hitchhike with you or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, that's what it, it was like portrayed as because of uh, like the audio that was coming from the commercial. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. The weird that uh, is that is funny. It's, how uh, that, how movies or I guess it's. Cause there's a
0: lot of this in the film. Like, yeah, there's a lot him. of like, uh, era, um, authentic, like ads and movies and mm-hmm. all that stuff that like really ge- like puts you in mm-hmm. the, the setting. Well, yeah. It
1: goes back to Pulp Fiction a bit because like he utilizes mm-hmm. like what, how does, how does media like affect like your perception of reality? Oh yeah. Same yeah, with yeah. like that. And then when he's like sneaking towards, um, a spawn, Mm -hmm. Like, you hear, like, the music from whatever Dakota Fanning is listening to. Oh, that's right. It's from the show that she's watching, and it still affects your mood of, like, what he's doing. That's right. You know what I I mean? It's the same same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So,
1: I guess we'll back it up and say when mm -hmm. um, they go, she takes him to Spawn Ranch.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. I want to just mention real quick, too. Like, I was. I wouldn't say I was worried about it cuz like obviously yeah faith and a guy like Tarantino uh to to uh kind of nail to nail it but like I was like how is he going to m- bring these two storylines together cuz mm. to me like reading up on like uh the casting and stuff and like you know what I think a lot of people had the question of like how is he going to do the Manson stuff and also talk about these two guys in like Hollywood and I think it really, he like does it really organically actually. Mm. Um, because like early on you see the Manson girls like digging through trash trash around the corner from like the bar that the guys are, which they did. With a
1: Western painting in the background of the trash.
0: And, and like, he makes you just feel like this is all one thing. Like Mm. this is all of a piece. And then, and then yeah, all the stuff with, uh, the Manson girl, um, uh you know like hitch hit wanting to hitch a ride Mm. and him kind of seeing her multiple times before he finally picks her up that's Mm. like setting the like oh i I bet he's gonna like pick her up one of these times and it feels organic it's like i was just hoping that it would feel organic and it wouldn't feel like these two things kind of came together and it didn't really Mm. feel well well, because yeah
1: even in reality it was totally random like they just yeah. showed up.
0: Well, that yeah, yeah. that's true too. For which sure, is, yeah. which
1: is uh, interesting that he wanted to make it or, more organic as opposed to just the randomized mm. selection of uh, yeah of a house. You know, yeah. I mean, they just showed up to Polanski's place and just killed those people. Like, not no intent yeah. of who it was. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, because yeah. because uh, it was literally like in that's the scene with Charlie Manson in the movie is what actually happened where Charlie Manson went to his acquaintance or his friend uh, Terry Melcher's house. Who Sharon who is, Tate. Who is Terry Melcher? Terry Melcher was a friend of Brian Wilson of uh, of Oh, the Beach Boys. The right? Beach Boys. Yeah. And um, and it, it was it was within this whole thing of like, Charlie Manson wanted to be a fucking rock star. He was like, That's like right. get yeah. me studio time. I'm going to be the next Beatles. like All this stuff. He went, and this is when he was, uh, I can't believe how much of this I remember. This, I listened to this like over a year ago. But um, he like went to Terry Melcher's house to be like, hey man, when are we going to get that studio time? Yeah. But terry melcher had moved out and sharon mm. tate and polanski had moved in ah. and so that's when that's when like so it wasn't logged. totally
1: random then
0: it, yeah. but it kind of was in a sense that like he happened to kill to tell them to kill them because he was like well th- there are some rich people that i know of Fight i know where pigs. they live yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly and he knew because he had randomly happened to go there mm-hmm. and i felt like i was like wow that's interesting that yeah, like that actually really did happen and Tarantino like put that in the movie yeah. Um, yeah that he's yeah. like following, you know, what realistically happened mm. until later obviously, but um but yeah. Spawn Ranch. Yes, yeah, Spawn Ranch, up, right? And w-
1: Oh, the, the Um ranch. what's so interesting about that is that he sets it up like a real life western, you know, while using yeah. utilizing the studio, the old studios for westerns being taken over by hippies. There's a lot of, there's a lot of messaging going See, on man, here. This man. is all
0: the, this is that second <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> viewing shit that I didn't totally like. Yeah. Piece because together, when yeah. he's walking
1: by, they're like, it's like, it's like, uh, it's totally Western. Yeah. yeah dude. Brad, Brad Pitt looks like he's like that stranger from the wilderness and yeah. they're all just like, you know, looking at him in, like what the fuck is this guy like showing up to our town and shit like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know. They're like like some of them are like on horses. Yeah. Uh, and the guy yeah. it's so funny that
1: what the dude is literally named Tex like the uh guy on the horse. Um, yeah,
0: Tex Watson. Yeah, yeah real, that was his dude, actual
1: yeah. nickname in real mm. life and yeah, stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um and that was such a great scene just um
0: yeah, just going through that town and that scene yeah. in and of itself kind of plays like its own little like short film, honestly, right. like it, it, it like the Tarantino being such a competent director like he it had that that scene in and of itself has like a beginning, middle and end. And it's like mm. so well staged and it's like Brad Pitt is is a, he like doesn't take shit from anybody. Mm. He's like he doesn't like hippies. I think just like Rick Dalton. Rick Dalton's the one who has, like, the fucking hippies, man, like, early on in the movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, like, doesn't trust them. You know, mm-hmm. he kind of likes this girl. Like, he's, like, kind of, like, she. he thinks she's endearing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um,
1: but they're mooching off of uh, mm-hmm. Bucci. He, he seems like he's noticing that they're mooching off of Spawn, like an old friend of his.
0: Yeah, you know? exactly. And
1: that's what's so interesting because, like, uh, you know, you mentioned the dumpster scene with the western in the back western Mm. painting in the background it's kind of like this whole idea of um them taking over like westerns you know yeah they're 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 killing off the western genre mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah that that scene, same with spawn I yeah i didn't think much about the framing of it but that is so interesting mm. uh just to go back to that scene where they're like foraging in the trash right. like they actually did that for one like that's how they ate they like foraged through trash right. yeah um but yeah to like in the background in the past in the background you have the western and then in the foreground mm. uh is, is like all these hippies like foraging through the trash yeah. and it's like they're taking over, you know? Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, he gets to spawn ranch. There's like dozens of them. Yeah. There's like so many, so many, I was like, I, I guess they're really and more just that many. of like it
1: like it is a fucking yeah. cesspool. It is not Oh, cool. dude, yeah. Like,
0: inside. it yeah. like reminded me of Seven, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the way that he shoots, like, mm-hmm. inside George Bond's house. Yeah. Where, dude, that girl's Dakota Fanning. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, they, like, she does not look this like She looks yeah.
1: really different.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and like, her like, voice I, I is do...
1: really crazy, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, she, but, yeah. But Tarantino still likes them feet, though. Yeah, she's got got
0: some. She got Dakota Fanning feet. Got some Dakota Fanning. Because when she points
1: where Spawn is, she uses her. Yeah, she uses
0: her foot, and it's just like. (laughs) Yeah, it's like Tarantino fucking jabbing him. Like he like knows we know now. It's like he's He's just having fun. Yeah, it's like fuck it. Yeah, Yeah. I'll put feet all over the goddamn place. (laughs) Um, and then yeah, and then you have Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. uh, Was that the part that? uh, Yeah, Burt Reynolds was going to play that. Yeah, which would have been. I don't know if Cool that man. I think I think yeah. that it would have been better. I like Bruce Dern in his little mm. like, you know, it's a, it's a really small role, but like he, I think he, the, he's a,
1: he's always acting like he's just a crazy old man though. That's true. Yeah, like uh, because
0: but. it would have been great. There would have been a lot of like subtext with right. um Burt Reynolds playing that character in the movie because Burt Reynolds is kind of who Rick Dalton is based off of. Mm-hmm. Like because he was the guy who was in Uh, in Western TV shows in the fifties and sixties. And he obviously evolved into having, you know, um, a career after that went on to boogie nights eventually and stuff like that. Um, but I think that would have just added another layer of kind of like, uh, and it's, it's a bummer, man, because like you hear about like, uh, he was like literally like learning his lines and getting ready to film this scene when he passed away. That's too bad. And it's, yeah, it sucks, man. Uh, yeah. It would have been good to get like one, one final, like little Burt Reynolds mm. performance. But, uh, it's, it's, all, I mean,
1: speaking of like also Luke Perry's, uh, last, uh,
0: yeah, man, yeah. it's, there's a lot of weird, uh, kind of like strange. little, I don't know, but a lot of people kind of died around the creation of this. And mm-hmm. yeah, like Luke Perry has, has a good little, uh, little cameo
1: mm, as uh, a, lancer's messenger or whatever it is or yeah. lancer himself i don't know yeah i'm, but, not, I'm yeah. not sure
0: who lancer was. i think mm. i think lancer was timothy oliphant no i don't i can't remember um yeah. but uh but yeah and then the scene with uh uh cliff and and george spawn is really uh endearing too because it's like brad pitt's just like yeah i want to catch up with my buddy uh, mm-hmm. you know, like we used to, we used to work together, but he's like kind of like losing it. And it made me like, cause I, during that scene, I was trying to remember the real life stuff. I think they were drugging him. I, I yeah. think the Manson family was, um, oh, keeping express, him yeah. like heavily sedated mm. and that's why he was always sleeping. He didn't know what the fuck was happening. He was, I think like fully blind, I mm. think. Um, and, uh, and he's got his brains fucked. yeah the the, the girl yeah that's right too that's i forgot about that that the manson girls were like fucking him and yeah yeah. oh man yeah it's Um, kind of gross and terrible yeah it's it's (laughs) awful man and uh yeah and the house is like a fucking wreck it looks like the opening scene of seven like Mm. just nasty shit bugs everywhere um and uh yeah and then that's when that's when the tensions kind of start to rise Mm. after a lot of kind of just like uh hollywood you know character stuff is when uh it's like oh man this is uh this is gonna get this is gonna go uh bad i think here because uh, (laughs) he he walks outside uh things were already tense Mm -hmm. um because like he kind of forced his way into the house i love this
1: i love because like the first time you see it you think because you already have the preconceived like context of like the manson you know family like you think this guy like you think that Cliff Booth is in a lot of danger right
0: now? Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, but
1: uh, there's instead, dozens of
0: them. Yeah,
1: instead, yeah, he takes full fucking control and does like he because uh, that that one hippie like you know uh-huh. deflates his tire with a knife and he just fucking knocks him right in the Come face. Over, fix it. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's just like he's just like a, <laughs> a, a kind of si- a quiet guy hmm. who's just like fucking. You did this. Come over here hmm. and fix it. And the guy's like being a fucking shithead, mm. and he beats the hell out of him, and it's great. <laughs> and like does, all the hippies are like, "Fuck you, you yeah. fucking asshole!" Like yeah. like screaming at him.
1: Um, and try to go get Tex, and Tex has this uh, wonderful scene of him. Just straight out of a fucking western, dude. A black stallion just yeah. zooming down, you know.
0: Yeah, dude. That's it's, it's, yeah, yeah, totally just like yeah. straight out of a western. Mm-hmm. And it gets back there too late. Fucking cliff's already taken off. And at that point, and I was like, like, "Ah, this is our this is the connection. Yeah. This is how it's all going to come." It's got together. some.
1: Uh, it got some old old tropes like the black stallion and the white car.
0: You know. The, the ah, man. there you hey, go. something. That's second viewing, man. <laughs> um, yeah, and then. Uh, so I okay on a second viewing. How did the? Because th- my only real issue with the movie was I don't love the voiceover stuff. What do you think about that?
1: Which part? Like
0: the, because then then at this point we're kind of going into the third day, which is six months later. Oh, with um then with, Kurt, with Russell, Kurt Russell. There's a lot of a lot of kind of voiceover and like speeding through stuff quickly. Which that I don't really have an issue with, but I was like. There's a lot of like explaining, it, it, you it's, know.
1: I I took it as a as a because it, it's filmed as if it was like a true crime thing. You know what I mean? Definitely. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's like again the revisionist where it's like you know what how you know what's what happened for real, and Tarantino's like no fuck that let's do this all. Yeah. My way and make it how it ought to be remembered yeah. by still having by film filming it in a way that is like a true crime like uh yeah thing and an added bonus you have stump man Randy to do it yeah. to to also <laughs> like have stump men yeah. be be recognized as the ones that are important ah, you know what I mean there
0: you go man yeah,
1: and uh and it's, Tarantino is always fun with his little narration yeah. stuff yeah
0: like. i mean it 's definitely like <laughs> yeah. um, and that 's the stuff I was waiting for it 's like the, like tarantino 's a guy who like the this, this, the normal rules don 't really apply to him right. it 's like he's going he 's going fuck around with film, and the form of film. In ways that nobody else is. Yeah, because there's yeah. one
1: particular scene that's also very weird that I still yeah. didn't understand completely the second time around. Yeah, which which one? He was he, he was talking to, he met that guy that he was going to work with on Lancer the first time. You know the guy, the gunslinger? Um, okay. Rick Dalton met, uh, he was talking to him. Okay. And uh, there was a quick like cut. And you hear, like, a gun, like, a round, like, chamber sound. Yeah. And they all of a sudden have hats on for some reason. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, shit. I don't know if I fully caught this.
1: Because, like, Rick Dalton's just sitting there, and then he... Appra- it, it was a Steve McQueen one where uh, Rick Dalton was considered for the role, for Steve McQueen's role in The Great Escape.
0: Oh, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th- so, okay, That that's... <laughs>
1: You know where like their hats just appear on their heads like really quick after a gun chamber round noise. Yeah. Happens. I don't quite know what the point of that was.
0: Well, the, to but... me that scene uh that scene was kind of like the scene that Cliff had earlier in the movie mm-hmm. where it's like we're in this guy's fantasy now because the fantasy that Rick Dalton had was like oh, it fucking hurts that I didn't get that Steve McQueen mm. role, but because he, uh, he's talking about yeah. losing out on the role. Yeah. And then like the, I think the, like, uh, what, what is the sound? It's like a, it a
1: gun chamber, like a bullet chamber, like almost. a bullet chamber yeah. thing.
0: It's, it's like, it's like, that's like the whip hitting his back. That's mm. like the, like, ah, oh, this oh, he hurts. Got, he got triggered or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, and he keeps remembering and but then he then flashes back here, which is weird. I don't
1: know. Why I hats... didn't catch the hats. Yeah. Thing. The hat thing. That's interesting. Cause they go from no hats to a hat. <laughs> Because right yeah. when the when it chambers the round sound, oh, you know? okay. it's
0: so strange. Yeah, but I yeah. I, I, lo- I love that greatest, great escape, great Jesus Christ, the great scrape. escape scene yeah. where it's like him fantasizing about being the role that Steve McQueen had yeah, in that movie, yeah. and it's shot really cool. Like it feels pretty, uh, pretty like natural and mm-hmm. organic. Like it, it you, we're watching the Great Escape, and it's from the movie, yeah. But fucking Leo's in it, <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's, it's like a really uh, well done uh, scene. Mm. Um, and see, then
1: and that also goes with the themes of the movie. It's like, yeah, you know, f- fantasy, uh, fantasy, uh, affects our, our perception of, uh, reality. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just, just having him like imagining himself as, as Steve McQueen in, um, mm. in the great Escape.
0: Yeah. As like, as to like what, what could have been like, Yeah, what uh, uh, been? like, oh, if I, if I only got that fucking role, I'd be mm. in bullet and I'd be in all these McQueen movies. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah and then at this point he he uh he basically like up until this point he's like I don't want to fucking do do those Italian westerns. Yeah. Those guys don't know how to direct. And then and then like he kind of folds at the end and he does like four uh westerns over over in Rome. Yeah. Um and that's yeah. kind of the I, I guess you know what it is? Uh the I, I guess uh it's it's kind of necessary to have that voiceover because it's bridging the six month gap right it's like it's like uh you know, Tarantino felt it was necessary to kind of, like, help us, hmm. you know, understand, like, what Rick has been up to. You know, like, he still has Cliff over yeah. over with him. Again, There's that like, scene of the car, yeah. uh, the car jump, and then it has, like, the arrow, and it says Cliff. Like, that. he's the guy yeah. in the car, <laughs> and it's great. And it's just, yeah, it's Tarantino having fun with, like, the form of, like... Again, also yeah. just
1: the ode to all those movies that he loved, you know? Like, yeah, why not yeah. have... Uh, he's, he's wanted to film, like, all those all those sequences yeah. because they just wanted to pay respect to how great those films affected them.
0: You know? And and apparently yeah. one of the Italian directors um that it says that he made a movie with is one of the Italian directors mentioned in Inglorious Bastards? Like, uh, in, in the scene when they're doing, when they're going to blow up the movie theater. Oh, really? Yeah. Like uh, the, it's the, the one that I think, uh, Eli Roth is acting like he is. Oh, that's yeah. That's the one that it says Cliff. That's uh, amazing. Or Rick Dalton makes yeah. a movie with. And I was like, oh, that's some fun, that's like fun. interconnected, uh, yeah. universe stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which that, that I want to, I want to definitely tonight or soon, I want to like look into all the fun little nods hey, to his so. universe.
1: Yeah. Uh, Rick Dalton's from Missouri. Where was, where did Django Unchained take place? I can't remember, man. man. Yeah. I'm not sure. Let me, let me uh, do a quick, quick thing here. All right. Django
0: Unchained. Setting. Setting. Hit that vape chief while you're you're (laughs) on it. Um, So yeah. So yeah. And the third day is pretty much where we are now. Um, Leo, got or uh, Rick Dalton got married in, uh, in Rome to like an Italian actress. He comes home. He's, uh, you know, it's a, the, the movies like it, it makes a point, I think in the, the narration to say like, you know, he, he had to spend a lot of money to, I forgot to do what, like he, he made a decent amount of money. He's not super successful now by any means, but like he's, you know, he made some movies overseas. We'll see how it goes. And it's like kind of a little bit of a, a an uplifting, uh, you know turn for for Rick dalton and, and mm, Cliff he accepts
1: there. the uh the yeah, the yeah the new he's reality he's
0: like he's like you know this is where things are going i'll just I'll just go where uh where the the magic's happening mm. and uh and then he comes home and then uh i mean pretty much that that final day gets to the manson stuff pretty quick right
1: oh yeah i mean things it, i mean it's just like the day of pretty much like it's yeah. just uh what they They get back from Italy and they – because Cliff and Rick Dolan are going to split ways, they decide to have their final night of just like getting plastered together. Yeah. And it just shows like, uh, you know, what everyone else is up to.
0: And oh, that's when they watch the pilot. I forgot about that, right? Or no, no, no. No, That's earlier. My bad. That's that's the second day.
1: Yeah. They're just just getting drunk together like at that um, Mexican restaurant.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: I really love this. I really love the the uh, montage of uh, just all the neon lights turning on. Oh yeah, dude, that was so cool. That scene is magic, dude.
0: That's that's such a magical like Mm -hmm. uh, fucking moment. Just like all these old '60s institutions, like Mm -hmm. the Cinerama. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot the other specifically what they were, but yeah, you just see like, like a German strip.
1: restaurant
0: and yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Taco these... Bell, like the Taco yeah, Bell Taco lights turn yeah. on. Um, it's
1: like as if uh, Tarantino was trying to relive like his childhood and just watching all the neon lights turn back on. Yeah.
0: You know, one it's, last time. Exactly. Yeah. I was just going to say that. It's like one last <laughs> time, like one last kind of hurrah before mm. what they were in really, real life was, Mm. kind of the death of an era yeah but in the movie is a, a kind of a lot more optimistic in, yeah. in the end
1: because you want to see you because Tarantino wants to show us the the best parts of it and not not the not the worst yeah you know and that's yeah. what was so cool about like that ending was like i mean <laughs> first of all brad pitt like does his acid
0: yeah he smokes yeah. his acid cigarette <laughs> yeah, yeah and uh Oh, God. He's so fucking funny, man. Yeah. Like, it's, and he's so, he like really, uh, he really underplays it, like, um, his role in this movie. It, yeah. Cause it's like, it it's not super, way. it's not like over the top, like, mm-hmm. uh, DiCaprio and like Wolf of Wall Street and the lewd scene or yeah, something, yeah. which I love that scene, but it's like really like underplaying it. He's like, and away we go. Yeah. And it's like so funny. Uh, um, even
1: when he's high, it's just like, it's just kind of, it's, it's not subtle but it's not hyperbolic either. Yeah, cuz I, I was wondering I was like funny. are we
0: going to get some trippy shit some trippy <laughs> shit is yeah. uh, are, are we going to kind of like get into lifts perspective yeah. again yeah. as he experiences what happens next? And and Tarantino is meanwhile he does this genius thing where he's playing up the tension of and I even I feel like I said this exact same thing on Inglorious Bastards because it's mm. a similar thing where like we go into this third act this climax uh knowing what happened uh mm. presumably uh th- this movie I think plays a lot better if you kind of know the basics of what happened that night Yeah
1: it, it ha- you have to have the context I think you do yeah. yeah
0: because it plays up the tension of like them uh coming up the Jared street Tate.
1: Yeah I mean
0: Yeah yeah um hmm. th- coming up the street uh, DiCaprio walks out with his fucking margarita, yelling mm. at them. You see, Tex with the pistol. I was like, yeah. "Fuck! Don't uh, yeah. oh, are you gonna fucking shoot him right now?" Mm. That's how we're gonna kick this off. And you just don't know mm. because you're like, Tarantino can will do anything. That's what's so
1: amazing about. Yeah, because you know that's how you, that's how Tarantino. That's why Tarantino's a genius because he uses the preconceived context. Yeah, man. Of of what what you know about it historically. And uses it as a way to create tension, right? Yeah. Man. Like, just like with Inglourious Bastards, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, it's, it's, it's masterful, actually. It's kind of, it's, it's really clever, yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, and that, that uh, encounter, I think, with DiCaprio mm. is what, what sent, what basically makes them, that's what I'm maybe a little unclear on is like, mm. were they still going to, the tate residence originally but then dicaprio threw that off and they had that conversation in the car about like yeah. fuck that man like they made us violent with all their film all their movies and yeah their, that, all their shit like that, that, that little monologue in yeah. the car uh mm-hmm. which i was like oh man this is like him again wrestling with like the violent stuff and uh, yeah
1: with with what's her name fucking one uh, of the manson girls yeah, no, uh, that that famous interview he was in yeah because it's so much fun. It's fun, fun Jan. Jan. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like she she is Jan, and he's like...
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, uh,
1: but, yeah, I think they were intending to
0: go to um, Sharon Tate's place. Yeah, and then they redirect it after they yeah. run into uh, DiCaprio. But then, uh, fucking the Cliff is there, mm. and uh, Cliff is, like, putting it together. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, oh, wait. but
1: Uma Thur- don't
0: forget Oh yeah, Thur- yeah, 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 Maya Hawk, uh Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman's daughter. I didn't know they had a daughter. Together. Because they were yeah, they were married uh back in the day and mm-hmm. uh they had her and um mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, she's I think she's going to be a great actress, man. Like she's uh she's the highlight of Stranger Things season 3. Oh really? She's so good on that show. Um and uh yeah, she gets like a little cameo. And I was wondering I was wondering if there was anything like meta like a meta commentary on anything that happened with him and Uma Thurman by I her think, role and yeah. her being like, I want out. And like, she gets mm. out of the car. Well, no, she doesn't get out. of Wait, no, but then she, she goes back.
1: She says she, she forgot her knife. Yeah. And then takes the keys and then drives off.
0: Yeah. And it's like her getting out of danger. I don't know. That's probably, nothing, I, I, I think but,
1: it's, I mean, I thought about this too. And hmm. I, I, I think that it might be something like Uma Thurman, obviously they're on good terms now yeah apparently yeah she said so and um i mean that's all also just further further uh respect you know Mm -hmm. to have the daughter in there and also if you think about stuntman again yeah like Thurman did suffer a um an injury while doing kill bill yeah yeah. so um to have kind of like um her daughter you know part of the manson girls but end up being good
0: yeah, it's being like, like I don't want any part yeah, of this. Like, it's this like is gonna get you're bad. both covering
1: Uma Thurman and you're covering Stuntman at the same time because Uma Thur- Thurman. Like, yeah, that's interesting. You know, she yeah. got hurt, so yeah. the whole movie is like an ode to the Stuntman.
0: Yeah, and so yeah, ode yeah. to actors. It makes so. sense. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, something and like yeah, and apparently I didn't. I didn't know. The, I didn't know who she played, but Rumor Willis, Bruce Willis's daughter, was in it. Oh, really? Yeah, she oh. was uh, one of the. Um, Manson girls. I, I didn't see. Had, I know she looks like, but I didn't Smith, see her. This is
1: how you do daughters.
0: Well, his in- daughter was in it too. Kevin Smith's daughter? How yeah, Kevin Quinn's? Smith's daughter wasn't it.
1: <laughs> um, see, this <laughs> is how, I, how you do
0: daughter. Her. This is how you do daughters, <laughs> Kevin Smith. <laughs> this is how you fit them in. Just uh, <laughs> make a Manson family movie and get everybody's daughters in there. Yeah. But yeah, dude. Um, yeah, there's so many like famous young actresses and like actors' mm-hmm. daughters and that's in the Spawn Ranch.
1: That's pretty cool, though. I mean, like to, you know. Yeah. It's like, again, the synthesis like, hey, of the new movie? and the old sort of thing. Yeah, you know? for
0: sure. Uh, yeah, and then they're walking up the street with like their knives and it's just like playing on the tension of like man are they going to the Tate house mm. and i thought they were still going to like the Tate house first but they yeah. were going to come back around maybe to to Dalton's place right. but uh but then yeah then they appear in uh Rick Dalton's house man and then you just got that fucking signature i thought i thought
1: I thought Cliff Booth was gonna get shot like right away. Yeah, I, was, like, I thought that could happen too, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, oh, "Fuck!" And then, and then is Rick gonna like? Are they just gonna? Are they just gonna kill these guys? Yeah. Is that what's gonna happen? Mm. And uh, and it doesn't, man. You got a fucking badass scene of Cliff fucking beating <laughs> the shit and him and his dog. Yeah. We haven't even mentioned the dog, dude. Uh, yeah. One of the MVPs of the fucking movie is mm-hmm. this dog, uh, and he does that. That, like, triggers the yeah. dog and then uh, it, it attacks him and is, like, ripping the girl's arm off yeah. and, like...
1: Oh, ripping man. the guy's nuts, Texas his nuts off. And then he, and, he, he uh, fucking
0: does a rifle and crushes his head in, dude. Oh, yeah, he, stomps he yeah. curb stomps him, yeah. He fucking curb stomps him. It was fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the... So he, like, kills two of them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, thought, I thought he died when uh, the I mean, girl gets the gun and shoots him. I, I thought mm-hmm. she shot him in the head, and I was like, fuck, mm-hmm. she got Cliff and then uh but i mean he, he comes back later and he's fine but um but the girl who got like her Ooh. arm torn up runs mm. through the glass into the pool and then you get more of that like dicaprio yeah, like a
1: carrie looking scene right where her face is in red just screaming yeah like dude that's maniac. It, like brutal like yeah. her, she's <laughs> all torn up from the dog just holding a fucking gun just
0: yeah just <laughs> running in <laughs> that
1: scene's so crazy and great oh dude this okay.
0: just having like yeah. uh,
1: Leo's reaction to that was amazing.
0: What the What fuck. the fuck? And then he runs <laughs> into the shed and they set it up earlier <laughs> in the movie that he keeps a flamethrower thrower from one of his, uh, yeah. his earlier shoots. He runs in the shed and comes out with it mm. and he fucking torches her. Oh, uh, it's so sick. It's and it's great. so fuck it rules. And she's like on fire <laughs> in the pool like just burning. Yeah. And, uh, oh God, man. Cause it
1: even has the music from that exploitation film that he was, Oh, using. does it really? Yeah. That's fucking right. When he comes out, that's yeah. so
0: cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, so oh, shit.
1: And then, you know, that all wraps up and, yeah. uh, Cl- Cliff's okay.
0: Yeah. Cliff goes off to the, mm. uh, the hospital. You have this really mm. sweet moment of, uh, this like really solidifies that. I think a lot of this movie is about like their friendship to where, uh, fuck what is the exchange man it's like really quick because like rick dalton like puts his mm. hand on like the ambulance yeah and he's like he's like you're a good friend cliff mm. and he's like i try or like yeah, I, I do my best i do
1: yeah it's like i do i try yeah Some yeah. like
0: some to that effect and it's yeah. like ah that's really that's like really sweet and like earnest mm. and uh yeah man and then this like final scene which i found with J.C. Sebring, yeah, yeah, with J.C. Sebring comes to the the fence, and he's one of the guys who got killed, like yeah. in in real life, he got like brutally stabbed to death, mm. and uh, he's like, hey, what 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 happened? And he's like uh, some hippies, man. Yeah. And he's like I, that. That scene when he tells him, he's like, I torched him. He's like, you torched him. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck does that mean? He's like, I had a flamethrower and like. And he he references oh from that because like he is a big fan of oh, Rick Dalton, that's, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like I love further, that. Yeah. Like that really brings his arc home, mm. where it's like he was doubting. Mm. Uh his impact Tom on the feet. he's like, yeah. he's like, Oh, am I going to, because how do I word this? It's like a uh, workshop in it live. He's, yeah. he's like worried about like the day to day, like, ah, oh, man, I want to, I want to still have a job. I still want to be a star. Hmm. And then it, it feels like it really comes home at the end when like he sees the excitement yeah. in like JC brings face when he's like, wait, you're, you're Rick, you're Rick. Dalton, it's like right? this sort of
1: uh projection of how Tarantino feels like, like Tarantino, yeah, yeah in a lot of ways is Rick Dalton, you know, like,
0: yeah, that's a good read. That is, that is the read man. Because Mm. it's like, I think, I think maybe Tarantino sees a lot of himself in Mm. the Rick Dalton types, man. He feels like him, like the director, the type of director that he is, he kind of feels like is maybe coming to an end. Like he said that many times, like in public Mm. and, uh, and
1: then he doesn't, he, I guess like he probably just never realized how, young people like love him you know like exactly cause jay sebring is like he was like 20 something yeah and he was like you know i loved your movies growing up and or you know he just talks like, about i
0: grew up on your movies yeah yeah yeah
1: and that's it's like he it seems like tarantino is just saying like i should you know appreciate what um mm-hmm. my, how my younger impact. people yeah, yeah how younger people um, see my movies and appreciate them instead of dwelling on being a has been, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and like in like coming to peace with maybe it is like, maybe it is the end, but like, look at what you've done. Like look at the lives you've impacted, like with Mm. your art. Literally
1: Um, saving, like, people's lives.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, dude, exactly. Uh, Through your violence. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Fuck. This movie's a
1: fucking masterpiece. I I know. God
0: damn it. And that's what's,
1: like, J.C. Bring, he was the one who was, like, engaged to uh, Sharon Tate and that's why I think like he yeah. he wanted uh, Tarantino also wanted to because he put him in a really good light in this movie J C bring like even though he wasn't yeah. in it too much
0: yeah that's true that's very but true but he could yeah.
1: it's it's almost like J I mean from what I could tell from that podcast I listened to J C bring really did care about Tarantino
0: yeah that, for sure yeah and know? like he he like really did love her and was yeah. in kind of a tough but mm. uh, like tough. Uh, position with like mm. her being married to Polanski and mm. going to have, uh, you know, their son and everything. Mm. And, uh, yeah. And then the, what do you, what's your take on the having Tate not really be, well, no, because it shows her at the end, but like her voiceover kind of comes in over the loudspeaker. And I, I guess that's just like a final goodbye of like, uh, for what? For which? For point? Sharon Tate, because she comes over the loudspeaker and is like, "Hey, what's going on?" No. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Jay Sebring is like, "It's Rick Dalton." She's like, mm-hmm. "Rick Dalton." Yeah. And, and it's like there's the funny little in joke where like he always tells Sharon Tate, like you live next door to Rick Dalton. Yeah. And he like he like feels so touched on, uh, by that
1: call a bounty on roman yeah yeah. that's the line i was yeah. thinking of
0: like you you might have to call a bounty on roman yeah it kind of yeah. like plays into mm. what we know about him um, i know <laughs> yeah and it's great dude. it's great like subjects. all of this stuff like mm. is coming together in such a cohesive mm. way at the end here and uh and yeah and then they invite him inside for a drink and it ends on this really optimistic note of like
1: yeah no no pregnancy killing Scenes, yeah, exactly. Because it's cool. like, yeah, yeah, it shows yeah.
0: her for a bit when she's pregnant, and it's like, fuck, man. I, yeah, because you we're feel not gonna like, oh to. no, <laughs> yeah, because it's like she's so pregnant and she's so full of life, mm-hmm. like, li- liter- f- like, literally, like literally, and also
1: metaphorically, like, and everyone knows, like, Tarantino is like, he he won't yeah. stray away from some fucked up shit. It's so subversive, yeah. man, yeah.
0: in a really cool way. um yeah. and it's like this, yeah, this like really beautiful scene of like. uh yeah, this she like ask him to come in for a drink? And it's like, yeah, maybe. I mean, she in this in this Hollywood, in this like fairy tale version of like, what if you know, mm-hmm. like Rick Dalton might be in like a Sharon Tate movie down the line. Like she mm-hmm. gets to raise her kid and mm-hmm. uh, probably end up dumping fucking Polanski and yeah. you know, all that stuff. And it's uh, it's like a really bittersweet ending, I right. think. But it's a really, really great ending and then the once upon a time and Hollywood and that typeface mm. comes up and it's, ah, man, it's great. The more I think about this movie and the more we've talked about it, man, it's just, it's so fucking like, good. I, I yeah. think that it's my number one movie uh, so
1: far this year
0: of this year. Yeah, yeah. man. It's yeah. For me, yeah. I think too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it, it, you know, okay. So final, let's do some final yeah, thoughts. Yeah, final think. thoughts. I, I really honestly think this movie is going to be, like a dazed and confused a boogie nights for Swan me. Swan song. Yeah. Yeah, in in that it is like kind of a love letter to an era. It is very kind of like it has like a hangout vibe. It's the type of movie I was thinking back on this to mm. uh shower thoughts in the shower today. I was uh. like I was like, if you asked me the day after I saw Date or like the moment Dazed and Confused ended. For mm. the first time, like how I felt about it, I would have been, I would have been like, that was good. I liked, I liked it a lot. It was, a, it was a pretty good movie, and it's like it's that effect. Mm. Like, the, like this movie is having already a similar effect that Days of Confused did. Where, yeah. like over time, over like the weeks and months and years to come, I was like, man, I want to watch Days of Confused again. I really. Like, something about that movie I really, really right, loved. And yeah. the more... I've seen that movie like five or six times now, and I love it more and more each time I see it. Same with Boogie Nights. And it's that type of... Uh, it's having that type of effect on me, man. Mm. It's its going to grow on me, you know? And I, mm. I didn't... Uh, I think going into it, I expected yeah. more of a visceral Tarantino movie. And there are those elements here and there, mm. but I didn't expect it to kind of uh, be one that I think got under my skin as much as it did and is mm. going to really grow with me over the mm-hmm, years, you mm-hmm. know? I loved it. It's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. I think that's a great take on it because I can already tell you watching it twice. The second time was better than the first time. Yeah. I think
0: I'm excited to see it again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, if you, uh, any listeners out there, if you've only seen it once, go, go, go check it out again. Try to see the 35 millimeter if you can.
0: Yeah. If, I mean, Um, this is going to be coming out tomorrow. If, if you get a chance, hopefully you didn't listen to this before seeing it. Hopefully a good number. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to spread this one. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna kill yeah. the SEO on this one. So yeah, hopefully, uh, a lot of people listen to this. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend checking it out in 35. There's something really um, there's magical about magical it. magical about it. Yeah, and you see the
1: flickering, and it's 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 really cool. You know what? Happened? It's hard to describe though because
0: I'm not used to it. You know, you know what actually happened? Uh, I forgot what scene it was, but there's a scene where it cuts to black and the, the sound goes away. And in that, in that silence, I could, br- I could like vaguely hear Ooh. the, the third, I could hear the fucking Film projector. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, that's so, kind of that's, romantic. that feels intentional. Yeah. Like, I feel like he wants kind of that, moment of like, reflection
1: hey guys and dude, I love this sound,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, like this is oh,
1: this is so fucking <laughs> yeah, cool, okay.
0: it's great, yeah, so try to try to see it in thirty five mm-hmm. uh if you get the chance um but if not, yeah. you know the still digital great, yeah, was was
1: great. just as was was fine, like it was good still uh, yeah, I mean, I was speaking of experience, it's a yeah. beautiful movie
0: like it's it's yeah. really beautifully shot, like it's uh i mean i forgot to mention this too, but it really um it, it had a PTA vibe in the sense that I think I mentioned this a couple of times mm-hmm. in that season, uh, which is fitting because that was a PTA Tarantino season. But, uh, a lot of his movies make me feel like I'm in a world. Like yeah. it really puts me into that world. And that's something that this movie did really, really well. I, I think like, um,
1: I guess my final thoughts is
0: like, yeah, yeah. I think this is almost
1: an aggregation of all his films just like shoved into like, this pure, like that pure, pure Tarantino shit that you want to snort, <laughs> uncut, a line, man. yeah, uncut, uncut, yeah. and that's uh, a good take, yeah. It, and I know that that might not be um, the strain of co- if we're gonna stick with cocaine just metaphors,
0: rolled it, dude, fitting, fitting, uh, yeah, yeah. A
1: strain of coke that you wouldn't. There, are there strains of coke? I don't know. I don't even. Know I'm just gonna idea. go with it. <laughs> the strain of coke that you don't prefer, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. I think like there because there's certain because I can see there's a lot of ter- there's some Tarantino movies out there that's not for everybody, mm-hmm. you know. Like I could see a lot of people who enjoy um, uh, Inglorious Bastards wouldn't particularly enjoy um, Pulp Fiction, you know. Yeah, or there's, Jackie uh, Brown. Or Jackie there's Brown. a lot of
0: people's lists have been yeah. coming up. their ranking uh, lists, and they're all different, man. Like yeah. they're all over the place.
1: Yeah. And there's and all his movies are great, but they, they do they do have their differences but once upon a time in hollywood is like taking just all that shit and just you know compressing it together Mm -hmm. and making um i think one of a magnum opus that that is almost like as great as pulp fiction i don't think it beats pulp fiction because pulp fiction is a is is beyond uh yeah, beyond comprehension is, is a fucking.
0: It's 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 definitely a literary. time will tell thing. Yeah. too. um, and on that season we talked a lot about subjectivity, mm. and I'm I'm really it's I'm gonna say it's 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 gonna be in my top three. It's just like it's mm. it's a time will tell thing. It's like we'll right. see we'll see where it kind of grows with us over but time. But it's already
1: you know? got a running fucking start. You know oh what God, I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's coming in hot. I don't see. <laughs> yeah, I don't see this movie going being any worse than it, than it is. You know, it can only get yeah, better with, with uh, for sure. more viewings. and yeah. Stuff.
0: yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's going to, that's going to do her on uh, once upon It's going to do her. We obviously loved it. Um, mm. if you have thoughts, I mean, hit us up on, uh, hit me up on Twitter, hit us up on, uh, Instagram, our email stick. You can well, slide into those DMs, slide into the DMs there. Um, director showdown at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If, if, This is your first time listening. You wanted to hear us talk about this movie. Uh, How about you go ahead and subscribe to the podcast? Uh, Because, guys, starting next week, we got our new season. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, get stoked, guys. It's going to be Jimmy Cam's. And Catherine Bigelow. Yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. Talking some did of we the biggest movies, that biggest and best. Right. Uh, yeah, did we talk? We definitely yeah, announced but, it on yeah. uh, Tool to Die Young. Yeah, at we the did. End. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, that's going to be starting next week. We're gonna have those episodes out and start yeah. rolling out, starting with Terminator. Um, yeah. and we're just going to be going through their filmography. I think doing about ten movies. It's mm-hmm. going to be cool. Some good guests. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you got any final, final things here at the end oh no just uh I, I i guess like comment subscribe
1: hit smash button we'll, we'll, hit that smash button hit smash button <laughs> i forgot
0: i forgot to make the <laughs> smash button I,
1: I like yeah hitting yeah. the smash button but um i'm yeah. i'm really stoked uh mm-hmm. i'm stoked that we have this um that we're doing this with with you know, with new movies that directors are doing and I'm stoked about, yeah, man. you know, the, what, what's to come on our podcast. So I hope, Yeah. I hope, uh, who have been listening, you stick around for more. And if you're yeah. new, I, I hope you, you stay with us.
0: Yeah, definitely. For keep, keep listening. Uh, yeah. we're going to be talking a lot of big movies, Terminator movies, mm-hmm. aliens, fucking... interact with us, call us up, yeah. send us an email, uh, d- uh, do, do a, uh, telephone, do it. Us. Call yeah, telephone us. <laughs> telephone us if you have our phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> People just call us out of the blue. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, we love, ya, and, we love uh, you. And uh yeah, have a good week. Hope to hope you listen uh, next week to Terminator. Bye-bye. See ya. I know that it's 10, and you're
1: staying in.
0: Come on, all